friends, I'm so glad that you're with us and you are on with Coach Mickey Mel and friends. And if this is your first time joining us, come on in and make yourself comfortable. Grab a hot cup of coffee, some tea or whatever drink you may be having. If it's after five somewhere in the world, I know you may be having something a little stronger. We would be joining you if it wasn't 9 a.m. <laughs> our time. <laughs> we are also grateful if you join us on a regular basis. Thank you so much for your comments, your questions, and please keep them coming because you guys are uh, contributing to what you want to hear on our podcast. And we really enjoy that. And I'm really excited because I have got Jackie and Mel together today. And uh, I always have such a great time when it's the three of us. <laughs> Is we do a lot of laughing. Yes, we, we do. do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we share stories that most people don't really want to know, well, really want to do, and will admit. I think that's a better word. <laughs> yeah, together. So so uh, Mel and I did um, uh, podcast last podcast. We were talking about gratitude and writing down three things that we're grateful for. But Jackie, I know you do it like on a regular basis. You don't even wait for Thanksgiving. And you have shared a story with me. And I'm going to start with you because I think this is pretty incredible. So would you mind sharing sure. that with our circle of friends? Yeah, absolutely. I, um, a little more than a year ago, I, I, um, was kind of just in a funk and having just, you know, I don't know what the, what, how to describe it, but just, um, just not feeling great about things and, um, just feeling like not the world was against me, but just one thing after the other, some family health issues. And my, I wasn't like really satisfied with my job and that sort of stuff. So I actually went on a retreat, like a weekend women's retreat. Mm-hmm. And, um, we all talked about, you know, kind of where we were at with things and, and shared stories. And I had said, I don't know, I'm in this, like, I call it a funk. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm usually a very positive person and I feel really miserable right now. I think it's situational. I don't think I'm depressed necessarily, but I'm just negative. And so, um, someone suggested that I start, um, writing journaling and, um, uh, writing and someone else, um, kind of chimed in and said, well, why don't you start writing things that you're grateful for instead of what, you know, like dwelling on what you're not, because the journal idea was to talk about, you know, what my frustrations are. So somebody jumped in and said, well, no, why don't you talk about what you're grateful for instead? And that will help with a positive vibe. So that's what I started to do every day. I write five things that I'm grateful for. It doesn't matter what it is. Sometimes I have a really hard time finding something. <laughs> so it's like, I'm grateful to be breathing. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful the sun's out. You know, some are heavy things, some are not. And then I do five visions and five things that I I want to um, see positive, you know, in my life. And so um, I can't believe, though, how how much this has helped me. Not only my attitude, but um, there are so many things that I have stated in my visions that I wanted and are, you know, these things are kind of happening. Um, like I literally to the, to the detail of how much I wanted to make by the end of the year, you know, and I'm just uh, a little shy of it. Um, although it's not over yet. (laughs) Um, but yeah, just, just some really kind of neat things. And I, I mean, it's, I don't think it's any type of magic. It just puts your mindset there. And, um, it's helped me a lot, a lot. It's kind of a little bit based on like the secret, you know, the, the book, um, the secret, that aspect. Um, and they say to do that, to put yourself in a positive place. 
and you almost, um, you know, you're envisioning things that you're bringing into your life. So that's kind of, I mean, I just do it now on a regular basis and it's helpful. So talking about gratitude, that's where it started. Just to, instead of worrying about what I don't have, I'm worrying, I mean, I'm appreciative of what I do and writing it down is a reminder. That's, that's great. You know, honestly, I've, I've read that. And again, I many years ago, I remember I did like this five day event and it was all of the people that were uh, in the secret and they kept, you know, reiterating how to uh, always attract things that are more positive to you. You know, and, and it really does make sense. I mean, you know, we've all heard that um, saying misery loves company. So when you kind of put that information out there, that's what you keep drawing. I mean, it's easy to find that stuff. And I guess it kind of works the opposite. If you're only focusing and looking at the more positive things, then you're you're drawing. And I don't want to get into the quantum physics and all that of vibration, but but it makes sense. I mean, it really does. And so, how many out of those visions that you wrote down? Did you start that at the beginning of the year? Like, how long have you been doing this? Where you find it starting to come to to life? I started it in October of 2020, so a little more than a year like 13 months. And there's some days that I miss, but I'm pretty right on it almost every day. And I would say the majority, honestly, I mean, some of it's general, you know, um, and, but, but honestly, most of it, uh, yeah, because then I think I'm, and I, and I repeat them. Like, I'm like, oh, if I do that, if I write it down again, maybe I'll have a better chance. <laughs> um, and I'm not asking for, you know, for like cars to fall out of the sky. I mean, obviously it's it, within reason, but it just helps me to, um, it just puts it in my mind and it helps me to kind of work towards it or work harder for it. Something I want to do, I've never done is a vision board. That's something else that um, I understand is supposed to be really, really good. You know, where again, things that you're grateful for and also things that you, um, you know, you want to bring into your life somehow. Just, it sounds like a subconscious thing. Yeah, I think it is. What happens is your mind tries to figure it out. Uh, it's one of those things. If you ask yourself a question, your mind will always try to find an answer. And I, I think it's the same thing. But when you write it down as a fact, you know, if you say, you know, I, I will be, you know, I will be buying a house in 2022, you know, and then maybe on your vision board, you put down where you want your house to be, what it'll look like. And you have a distinct vision of exactly what you want. You know, I've heard so many other stories of people that have done this. Matter of fact, I interviewed a woman, uh, wow, quite a few podcasts ago, uh, uh, Joan Wakelin, and she wrote a book that she, uh, about her journey out of Jamaica, but also she was so set on being able to buy a house and, and she just kept writing it down every day and she had her vision and, and it came to life. I mean, she didn't know how, she didn't know when, but she went through this incredible journey and she just always believed that it was going to happen. And so I think there's a lot of value and strength, you know, our mind will set what we need. And, and you're right. If you're concentrating on all the things that are constantly happening around you that are bad, it's really hard to pull yourself out to find the positive. You almost have to force it, you know, and I think that's a good start. And I'm saying that from my own personal experiences of, you know, being down in the quagmire emotionally, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, yeah. and to go, you know what, oh my gosh, I got to get myself out of this because otherwise I, I, there's no other person that's going to do it. I have to do it for myself, you know? And 
I love I love Thanksgiving around this time because I think it's a reminder to, to not only be grateful for, you know, uh, the, like you said, the small things you know, or the big things, but also the small things. And and it's a year round thing. It's not just a November mm-hmm. time frame. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and that's, uh, that's kind of cool. So Mel, I mean, it's one mm-hmm. of those things, I know you started writing stuff down and, you know, with your photography, you know, doesn't that bring to you something where you get this different feeling inside you that kind of generates a different mindset? Um, well, yeah, it does in a sense, but I have, I, I have a, a different experience a lot of times with writing down the, the, the wishes and the dreams I have, you know, I, I think I might, put too much hope into it I just put it down of things that I like because I I just truthfully I just had a difficult time with always writing stuff down because then I if it doesn't happen then I am hard on myself so you know what I mean it's kind of bizarre to to think that (laughs) no no because you know what I'm sure there's a lot of you know there's people in our circle of friends that that seem you know, or feel the same way, you know, and I guess with that being said, Jackie, what, I mean, that, that's a really good point. I'm really glad that you, you brought that up. What would you, what would you think in regards to that? I mean, maybe, maybe just start with one thing and not a lot. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. I mean, anything that, that kind of incorporates something positive, whether you're grateful or you're, you're wanting something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's good. Yeah. It works maybe, for me. And then my grateful, my grateful list is now including things that I was, um, you know, that I was, that I had on visions before. It's interesting. Oh, that really? Oh, that's kind of yeah. cool. Um, yeah. you want to give us an example of maybe something, I mean, if you don't mind, is there something that you've done that you, they came to fruition? Yeah, no. Um, well, one thing is in regards to my, my, my job. So I, um, just, um, I'd been, I, I went, I went to a real estate class to get, to get my real estate license, mainly because my property manager and, um, they, my boss wanted me to start taking, um, on some commercial properties, but you need your, your license for that, for writing leases and that sort of thing. And so I, at the beginning of the year started, um, really talking about not just the real estate class, but I mean, I put in my list about, um, this job and how I really kind of wanted to get started on it. And, uh, so it's interesting because I would keep bringing it up to him and he's like, yeah, as soon as you get your license, you get your license. And I said, yeah, but I want to get my feet wet with this. So long story short, I mean, I have taken my, I mean, I have taken the class, haven't taken the test yet, but I now have, um, for commercial properties. I just am not writing the leases yet, but I have them already and I haven't even completed the class. So, um, every, every property that I got, every increase that I received, I would then, like I said, put that or include that in my grateful, um, little five grateful list. And so, yeah. So, and I haven't even gotten my license yet. So that to me, I mean, again, it's, it's me that did it, but I think it was just in on my mind every day because I was, I was stating it. I was, you know, all as if it already happened. You know, it's funny because my, 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 um, parents used to tell me in different ways, but that, you know, you need to dress with the job you want, not the job job you have. And I've kind of also transitioned this thought into that. So I started to really almost like as if I already have the position. Okay, what can I do? I started asking questions of other commercial property managers. I started going out to different 
different sites and trying to understand it. These conferences I went to, I would sit through the seminar pieces of, of commercial where I would never have done that until I had the job before. So I tried to get my mind in that. I already got it. It's already there because it's always on my mind. It was every day. <laughs> I'd I write it down that. in the morning. So yeah, I like that. I love that. Well, you know, it's, so it sounds like it's a collaboration of not only gratitude, but action, you know, and that's, right. yeah, because I mean, like you said, you can't just sit and wish for something. You have to actually start taking the actions to have it happen. You know, that's so funny that you said that. I remember I had moved to um, Northern California, well, a little bit north of Northern Southern California and what I mean, like Thousand Oaks area. So more above LA, you know, so I would say that's more North than where I live now. And I wanted so badly to get back to um, Southern California. And I have a house that I absolutely love. It's my favorite house. And I kept saying over and over again, I'm going to live in that house. I'm going to live in that house. And, and honestly, it's one of those things where everything I did was to bring me back to that house. And the day I moved in and got the key, I was like, I made this happen. I actually made this work. And, and again, but I was taking every action. I had my list of what it was going to take and where did I have to go? What did I need to do? You know, where did I have to work? And it was, but I was constantly striving every day. I was doing one thing that got me closer to my goal. But I guess, cause like you said, it was right there in front of you. So mm-hmm. do things happen magically? I think it's a combination of uh, addressing it, acknowledging it, taking actions on it and always having it right there in, you know, in your face. You can't just, you know, write it down once and go, yeah, and it's going to come to me. You know, it's like, I wish for a million dollars, but you know, it's so funny. I heard. <laughs> I heard this weird thing. It was, oh my gosh, was it Tony Robbins? I think it was a Tony Robbins goal setting. And he was talking about these people that continually won the lottery. And like you said, they kept living as if, you know, and their lifestyle and what they did was as if they had already done it. And I, you know, I'd like to go back and I'm sure there's listeners that know more about this, but I really think there's a lot of strength in that constant uh, life, like you said, thought process of living it as if it's already happened. Yeah. I even remember like I was, um, so we were trying to purchase a house. My father and his wife got divorced and it, it, we weren't sure we were going to get it. And it took years to get the whole thing all squared away. I started a Pinterest page for Lake because it's a, a lake house property. Um, I, I, the odds were actually against us from even getting it because of the problems within, you know, within the marriage situation. But I started a Pinterest page two and a half years before we closed on that house with everything that I was going to decorate it with. Wow. And there were, oh, there were cool. days that were hard. I, I actually have it. I, I'll show you it. it um, I'm so proud of myself for doing it. Now that brings it over to grateful, you know, like I'm, I'm grateful that that process helped me. And I didn't even think of it that the way that I do now. It's just, it was just something of an instinct. Like I wanted to think of something happy. And most of the things that are on that Pinterest page are now hanging or in my house or decorated that way or colors on that wall. And that started, um, like I said, two and a half years before we actually um, got it. So, wow. Wow. yeah. And I think that's the, the hard part is people are not patient. You know, you have to start something and you can't wait for, uh, you can't wait for it to happen like within 24 hours. I mean, I mean, or excuse me, you can't expect it to happen in 24 hours. You have to be patient and wait for the journey to come along, you know, and it, and it will happen. You just have to know it will, you know, and I, and I think that's the, the difference because a lot of people say, well, I did this and I did that and, you know, not, and it didn't change. It's like, well, 
how long, you know, were you, were you willing to wait? Were you, were you patient? Because it will. It eventually will. You know, it will come to what, you know, the point you need it to be, whether it's a new job or, like you said, a house or moving somewhere or traveling. You know, if you're, like you said, you're doing all the work to get there. And, well, even so far, like going to, to Italy or going to Europe, you know, if you put up the pictures and go, I'm going to go here, I'm going to do this, eventually it will happen. You, you know? know why people don't do it, though? I feel like people don't think that way or they try to protect themselves by saying, oh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I don't want to think that way because I'll be disappointed. You know, they're so afraid of, of that disappointment and it's going to be worse if they really got their hopes up high. But yeah. I think, you know, you kind of almost help control it a bit um, with the attitude that you have, you know, so I found it to be, I mean, I, I, I let myself get vulnerable and and really believe some of these things. And I just feel more talking about grateful. I just feel more grateful for it later. That's that's awesome. And that you are like living proof. And I've always lived my life thinking no expectations, no disappointments. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the opposite of what I'm trying to. <laughs> that's my motto. <laughs> but 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 uh, but on the other hand, so we're gonna turn this into a therapy session, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, but see, this is really good because honestly, like I said, there there is something where you have to actually force yourself. What I mean by force is you have to do the work. You have to take the steps. You've got to be able to pull yourself out. And I said that quagmire of, of emotions and, you know, and that is something that only you can do. And, and I, that's one of the things I love about being around you because your positive upbeat energy and living proof of being able to change and make that lifestyle to, to bring it something more positive and happy, you know, and that's, and, and again, I've got that also. I do. I've got many, many things I'm grateful for. And I've seen things happen. I think what's happened is we slide back and then we've got to remind ourselves to pull ourselves back out of it and keep going forward and not allow, like you said, those negative anchors to hold us into place. Yeah, I agree. I do. I really do. And it's easy to slide back. You know, I mean, that's the thing is when you kind of been knocked down a few times, you know, it's it's, uh, it is, it's tough to get, to get back up again and then be, be positive. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, and, and again, but surrounding yourself with positive things is really the key because if you, if you're finding that you're, you're struggling, you know, turn on a comedy, watch something that's fun. I know for me that my go-to is Disney. I I'm sorry, but I will put on, I will put on Monsters Inc. or I'll put on an old Disney movie, just anything that pulls me, snaps me out of whatever mindset I'm in at the moment. Wait, uh, cool Runnings. I love Cool Runnings. It's one of my favorite movies because it's very motivational. I mean, they were, you're talking about a Jamaican bobsled team. Mm-hmm. How much harder does that get? <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, so, you know, it reminds me of, you know, stop feeling sorry for yourself, stop feeling pity and get your, get your act together and, and pull yourself up and start moving forward with what's happening. Cause I have to remind myself, you know, I'm not responsible for other people's actions. I'm only responsible for my own, you know? Yeah, exactly. I have a sign that hangs in my, in my home that says, um, when life hands you lemons, make martinis. <laughs> 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 you know, and that's kind of like it, you know? Yeah, we're all going to get this, you know, shit thrown at us. It's true. There's no other way to put it. You know, yeah. you get this stuff thrown at you and it's, it's not easy, but you know, you either, you either, you know, win or you learn, you don't lose. You just yep. learn from it. 
Yep. That's, you know, that's how I, I'd say I try. I don't always succeed in that way, but that's the way I, and I think it's helped me going back to like writing and journaling and, and listing these things out. It really, it's almost hard to, to, to be negative. I don't like being in that negative space anymore. It bothers yeah. me when I get to that point. I, I immediately try to snap myself out of it and try to find something to be, you know, to, to, to pull me into a different direction. And yeah. it's, it is, I have to say it's working now. Check with me, you know, another couple of weeks and I may say <laughs> I'm taking a turn, something bad happened, but no, at this point in time, it just seems to be helping, helping me overall. And I think once you have those tools in your life, it's something you can use over and over again. Like you said, it has to, your life's going to have ups and downs, but if you know how to make the, the lows not so deep and you can get back on that, that, you know, that uh, ramp going back upwards, that that in itself has a lot of value and to be grateful for, because now you have the tools and the understanding to be able to pull yourself out of that, you know, and that is so important. It, it really is. And and again, surrounding yourself with those that support you and love you and, and, and snap you out of it and, you know, and tell you snap out of it, you know, and Jackie, I will give you credit for this because so many times I've called you and you come on, make snap out of it. You can do this. You can do that. You know what? This is where you are. This is what you, this is where it's going. You know, it's temporary. And you know what? That's what you need. You have to have those around you that support you and love you and snap you out of that thing. Pull yeah. you out of that quagmire. And you're standing on the <laughs> on the uh, on the outer banks with a stick, grab so I can grab onto it and pull myself <laughs> out of that suction of emotional black hole. <laughs> so true. It's you have to. You know what too is that you have to do the work. Nothing is going to just change in your life. Like I mean, I'm not trying to you know preach or whatever, but I I've just found that that nothing is going to just automatically get better. Like it's usually from within. Something that's not going right in your life is usually something you've created that you don't even realize you've created, you know, regardless of meaning your choices, your decisions you've made. And so I, I do, I feel like you've got to do the work. You got to do the digging, got to get vulnerable. You got to, you know, figure it out and knowledge is power. You know, if you can figure out why you're where you are, then you can figure out a way to get out of it, you know, yeah. and then as far as a mindset. So yeah, just, I think I'm, I'm kind of grateful for, for, you know, it's kind of coming to some of this. It's helping me a lot just in, with my coping skills and in different areas of my life. And it doesn't, it's not always smooth. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, that's the difference. People always think it's going to be a magic fix and it's not. And one of the things that I've, I've used for my learning tools or to move myself forward is how much time do I want to spend on this? How much time do I want to feel this way? You know, how much time do I want to allow to be taken away from me based on the situation? And, and I'm finding, you know, as I get older, that, that my time limits are getting shorter and shorter. I'm not wasting the years anymore. I'm not wasting that time frame that, uh, that keeps constantly uh, looking where I look back and go, oh my gosh, how did I allow that much time to go by feeling the way that I did, especially when I'm doing the work to get healthier emotionally and, and stable and feeling better and more positive in my life or doing something else that makes me more positive. So, so I think that has been a huge value to look at the time frame also. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I mean, that's and that's for me, again, that's these are questions I seem to ask myself. And it's not always easy. It's definitely not. But it's also one of those things where if you 
you know, decide, hey, I'm only going to allow this much time to, to go by. I put time caps on stuff. You know, for me, I'm starting to, to section off things in my life as, okay, where do I want to be three months from now? Where do I want to be six months from now? Where do I want to be a year from now? And what am I going to allow to happen during that time frame? And if it's not putting me in the direction that I want to be in those three months, then it doesn't fit in my lifestyle. It just doesn't fit within my, my, my plan. Yeah, true. Very good. You know, and I yeah. think that's something that we have to look at. And sometimes that means setting boundaries. You know, you have to set the boundaries and say, no, you know, I'm not available for this or this doesn't work for me. Or you have to be able to uh, look at uh, the, the steps that you need to do to maybe get you to someplace that you need. And it's going to have to be making some serious, serious changes. And and I think that's uh, that's something maybe only we can do. We can only look in ourselves and figure that one out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, but you know, I, you know, it's funny. I'm glad we had this conversation because I think sometimes we, we look at our lives, especially this time of year, again, being, being grateful for stuff. And I know a lot of people are looking, especially in this time frame, of, wow, all these things have happened or this is transpiring. And it's like, how do I, how do I pull myself out? And I, I love your path, you know, and, and I'm going to end with you, Jackie, what, what would you say would be, you know, g- give, give an itemized bullet point steps of what you think that our, our circle of friends could take with them today, based on what you do and the, the results that you've had? I would suggest, honestly, first off is um, to just kind of think some of this through and see what you can do. Don't be realistic. If you don't think you're going to do it every day or that sort of thing, then, then don't even, you know, don't, don't set those expectations too high. Just start, start a little list. I mean, it's hard to journal for everybody, but if you just write a couple bullet points down, I'm I'm really big on bullets, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. write a couple things down, start with what you're grateful for. It's perfect time with Thanksgiving. Um, that's what we're, that's what the holiday really is supposed to be about. Right. So, um, I, I think you start, start with that. Just even, you know, after listening to this, just sit down with a little piece of paper and a pencil or a pen and just write a few things down, tape it to the fridge, tape it to a mirror, whatever. And um, just as a reminder of, of th- that there are always things to be grateful for. Um, but that would be my, my suggestion is to just start with that. And I think that that'll help um, kind of change the mindset a bit. It's a beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I, I said in the podcast earlier, um, you know, the one prior to this, uh, Renee, which is, she's, she's like a mom to me. She has always said, am I happy because I'm grateful or am I grateful because I'm happy? And there is so much power in that. And I I really, truly believe that because Mm -hmm. again, these are things I also need to remind myself, we're always learning, you know, we're always, we're always propelling forward. And, and I know it's true. I know it works, you know, and again, it's resetting the mind structure is resetting those, those neurological paths, you know, getting scientific in regards to how our brain works and you're going to focus on something. Why not make it positive, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I love you guys. Thank you so much for today. I think this was a, this was a great opportunity for everyone to start. Uh, even maybe they could start from this Thanksgiving and do it the whole year into next Thanksgiving, you know, I mean, for, for where we, 
are to start as a good starting point and see where things have transpired and change in your life or even between now and the, the first of the year, because, you know, as we get to the first of the year, everybody's making their goals anyway. So why not start now? Yeah. <laughs> so, great. So, yeah. I love you guys. So um, thank you for joining me. And uh, Jackie, thank you so much for your insight. I'm really excited. If you want to share some of your pictures, um, go ahead and send them to me and I'm going to make a Jackie board on our Pinterest page. Yeah. Um, oh. So I'll go ahead and put that up so people can see what you were talking about. I yeah. think that'd be oh, really cool. kind of fun. And then uh, for you guys, our circle of friends that listen to us, if you've got pictures that you want us to actually post that we can put on our Pinterest page, we will make a circle of friends board. And um, we're going to take whatever you guys have done. If you've experienced something like this, that you have put on a vision board or you've been grateful for, and we'll go ahead and we'll put that up for you guys too. So, right. All right. So we will see you guys next week. And uh, I look forward to, to hearing your comments, your questions. We love connecting with you and uh, we will see you soon. We are just ordinary friends really trying to live an extraordinary <laughs> life. <laughs> really trying. Really trying. Really trying. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, it'll be easier. It'll be easier. That's right. <laughs> right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, bye. See you later. This episode was brought to you by KeepOnSharing.com. They're calling themselves the first truly ethical social network. They'll share back 50% of their revenue with their users, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's free to register, and they never sell your information. You can list your products, events, and content for free. Adult content accounts, be gone. They're fun, positive, and encouraging sites supporting local business. In a day and age where social media sites, even well-established ones, are being brought to light left and right for their questionable and sometimes downright archaic business practices, KeepOnSharing.com is a well-needed breath of fresh air. While you can share personal content, news articles, or just about anything for fun and profit, the marketplace allows practically anyone to sell anything at any time from anywhere. But on this site, you are the boss. I cannot express how amazing it is that KeepOnSharing.com shares 50% of all revenue back with the users on top of having a truly transparent, supportive, and clean business model. Check them out. I'm signing up. Will you? Go ahead and meet me on there. Just go to keeponsharing.com. A link will be provided in this episode's description. 